um, something that came out of that was that there were things that I had not shared with you Mm -hmm. that were a part of my past Mm -hmm. that affected how I related. And there were things that you had. And sharing those things was absolutely terrifying Terrifying. because I was afraid that you weren't going to love me anymore that 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 was just those were going to be deal breakers and I'm sure you felt the same way sharing that stuff with me welcome to the secure marriage podcast where we believe it's possible to fight less feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how do the ghosts of your past impact your marriage today? That is a great question, and it comes from a great uh, source. I can't wait to kind of dive into this one. Yeah. Ready? Yep. Let's go. This is such a good question, and I so appreciate where this is coming from. Okay. Um, Here's how it starts. Hi, my marriage is on the edge of divorce. I've been living a double life since my teen years or even younger, trying to behave as a good Christian in front of everybody when the real me, a not so good Christian, was always living in the shadows. This double life came to light and the trust in my marriage is tremendously damaged. Mm. I'm already going to personal therapy and we will start couples counseling soon as well. How common is it to bring to marriage unresolved problems from the past and those being the root of many relationship problems? Is that just a great question? Yeah. How common is it to bring to marriage unresolved problems from the past and those being the root of many relationship problems? Would it be good advice for a newer generation to co- to overcome their own demons before marriage or at least not to hide this ghost from the past to their future spouses? Boy, that's some really good. Is that just the best question you've ever heard? Yes. I so appreciate this. Sounds like this young man is um, in a painful situation. Oh, absolutely. Where he's having to deal with some stuff that's been hidden. Mm-hmm. But the way he phrased that question is just so good. So what do you think? Does our past stuff, has even before marriage, before you meet your spouse, does do those past things affect your relationship? Absolutely. Yeah. That, that is a 100% absolute guarantee, especially if you haven't worked on them. Yeah. You haven't you know, done anything to, to help work through those, or oftentimes you're not aware that it's an issue. Right. So you could have things from your past that you just think, oh, this is normal. Yeah. Because that was your experience growing up. Yeah. And it really actually isn't normal. Yeah. And so, yeah, those things, those figuring that stuff out before you get married or at least being aware of it as you go into marriage yeah. makes a huge difference. Very, very much so. Very much so. Let's let's make this a little bit more personal. I didn't expect to go here in this conversation, but Okey-doke. it just seems to be kind of the most appropriate way to do it. Sure. Um, you and I got married when we were 22 years old. Yep. We were just babes. We we didn't know much. 22-year-olds don't know a whole lot about life. No. And we quickly moved away 1,200 miles from our family, so we were stuck like Chuck. We had to make it work. Yes. And 
I we moved away so that I could go to school. And in the very first semester of the school I was going to, I was introduced to a class called adolescent psychology. Yeah. And I took this class because I was going to be a youth pastor at one point in my life. Um, and this is to understand adolescence, the people I'm going to be working with. Right. And it was also a highly recommended oh, class. Everybody's like, class. you've got to, yep. even if you're not yep. in youth ministry, you've got to take this class. Thing is, 22 year olds are adolescents. Right. It was the moment when I use the phrase that I woke up, that I became aware of why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. Until then, it was like walking around with a, a visor on and I just didn't understand why I was doing the things that I were doing. The lack of self-awareness. Right. And when you start asking the questions, you know, why do I respond this way? Why do I feel this way? Why do I um, make these choices? Why, 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 why? And you start asking those questions honestly. And you start looking at the darker, more hidden areas of your life. It's not always pretty what you uncover. Mm -mm. But when you become intentional about uncovering those things because you want to make them better and you start to recognize how they start to get in the way mm -hmm. of your current relationship. Right. Then you start to have a much healthier relationship. Right. This comes back to the principle that we've used over and over and over again, which is the healthiest people tend to have the healthiest, healthiest relationships. relationships. And right. this is what this young man is describing in here. He is now becoming healthy, even though it's coming at a great cost. Right. Where some of his bad behaviors are now becoming revealed. Those are terrifying to live with. The fear of being discovered or found out or um, the, the conflicted life. Again, you've heard me talk about... Um, being able to live a congruent life. Right. What's on right, the right. inside is now on the outside. outside. Exactly. And you just don't have to worry about it. Right. Being conflicted is what's on the inside is being hidden and you're projecting something different on the outside. You That's exhausting way it to is. live. It's exhausting absolutely exhausting live. because then you really kind of have to keep track of what did I yes. say? When did I say it? How did I do this? Yep. And you just never know when you're going to get caught. So nope. you don't ever live in nope. any type of peace or relaxation. Yeah. Early in our marriage, like one or two years in, we ended up going to counseling yeah. because we just were kind of at yeah. a stuck place in our communication. Yeah. And it was probably mostly me, but there was a lot oh, on no. both of us. Yeah. And um, something that came out of that was that there were things that I had not shared with you mm -hmm. that were a part of my past mm -hmm. that affected how I related. And there were things that yeah, you that had. And um, sharing those things was absolutely terrifying, terrifying. because I was afraid that you weren't going to love me anymore, yeah. that, that that was just those were going to be deal breakers. Yeah. And I'm sure you felt the same yeah. way sharing that oh, stuff yeah. with me. But what it did was connected us even better because we were able to say, I understand that you have this baggage. I still choose you. Yeah. And we have not, we, at that point, we decided that we would not keep secrets from one another. There's I, I can remember where I was sitting in our crappy little house on Mount Tabor when I gave you my last secret, when I, when I disclosed that to you. Yeah. And the amount of freedom, the weight that came off of my so shoulders, because again, I wasn't living this double life. I wasn't afraid I was going to get found out or discovered yeah. in some way. It made 
such a difference in, in my personal life, but then how I related to you because I was able to be vulnerable with you. Right. This, this prevents you from being vulnerable. Yes. You're absolutely. being hidden over and over and over again. It is, it is really important to do. And, and I'm sure when, when you were struggling and you were able to say, Hey, I'm really struggling right now. That probably brought you just a lot of relief to not yeah. be in it alone. Oh, very much. And it's not easy for a wife to hear a husband is struggling in an area. Yeah. And, but I knew it wasn't about me. I knew that it was your story. It yeah. took me a little while to get there. Yeah. I did, you know, I had to recognize this isn't about me first. Yeah. But to be able to be there and 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 be a sounding board for you yeah. was huge yeah. for you because it helped you to be able to work through those so issues. So much so. So much and, so. And um, same for me. And so having secrets from one another causes division. Yeah. And you will never have the complete connection that you want to have in a marriage when there are secrets. It's been my experience again, as a longtime therapist that 99% of the time when a husband says, here's something that I'm dealing with that I've kept secret from you. I take full responsibility for that. I understand how it's impacted you. Here's the steps I'm taking to make sure that I don't do this again, or this isn't an issue anymore that the willingness of that husband to do that hard work makes him more attractive to his wife, not less. They still go through a painful season yes. where they got to deal with the consequences of whatever that thing that was hidden is now it comes to light. Right. And it doesn't mean that the wife isn't going to be hurt, angry, not at all. you know, those kind of things. But it's a hundred percent guarantee that the marriage will struggle and fall apart when the husband goes, yeah, I got all these problems. I'm not going to deal with it. Right. I'm not going to come clean about it. I don't have to address this. You just have to deal with it and accept me for who I am right. and screw you. Again, mindset wise, that, right. that's right, kind of right. what they project. That never makes for a better marriage ever, ever, ever. The willingness for someone to do deep work to make themselves a better person so that they can be a better spouse always makes you a more attractive spouse. Right. Absolutely. But it comes with hard work, just yes. just like anything else out there. But that hard work and that oh, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt my spouse if I tell them this thing keeps people in those secrets. It keeps them in those shadows. Right. Um, there's actually a term called shadow work where uh, it's kind of a place for men to go off and do a deep, deep dive with other men into all of the fears and insecurities and right. crap that they are carrying. Um I've heard a lot of positive stuff from it. Uh, there's different versions and iterations of it. Um, but finding men especially, and again, we'll talk about men because this is a young man right. who wrote in. Um, when men become honest with themselves, when men work on themselves and become better versions of themselves, it absolutely makes your marriage better. And yes. you don't have to wait until you're married to do this work. Right, right. I don't think we have a lot of young, single, unmarried men listening to a marriage podcast right now. But <laughs> if there happens to be the two or three out there, maybe, right. do your work, dude. It is absolutely important. And you will make yourself a much, much better spouse when that happens, right. when when you find that person you're going to spend your life with. Right. And if this is something that you have been struggling with for 25, 30 years into your marriage, it's not too late. No, it isn't. And as a matter of fact, it's probably better now yes. than to, not at all. Yeah. 
And so it will definitely be a lot harder and a lot more work. And your wife will probably have some deeper feelings feelings about it. Um, But it's, it's absolutely worth doing the work. It is. This, this young man, again, asks some great questions. Um, Your past always affects your marriage, always is going to affect a relationship. We can give you dozens and dozens of stories of how my past influenced who I was and how I was treating you. And when I was unaware of those things, I was hurting you unawaredly. Yes. Now I just, I'm aware of it and I still do it and I hurt you (laughs) more awareedly. But I'm working to change those things. Right, and I don't exactly. I don't do them nearly as often. Right. And some I've gotten completely out of the repertoire of how I treat you because I've I've healed and grown in that area. And it's right. just not part of my life anymore. Right. So it's a it's a lifelong experience. I am learning things in the last week about myself. I can give you a list of two things right now that it's like, I have been carrying this around and I'm 53 years old old almost. I still deal with this, but I've got to deal with it. It's just the next thing on the list right. that it's time for me to grow in and become better at. I want to be the best version of myself the minute I see those headlights coming at me and the bus runs me over. <laughs> That's the moment I want to be the best version of myself. I, I'd I, like to have the best version of you a little sooner than that. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> but a lot of people, the best versions of themselves was, you know, back in high school and they, right. they they caught the winning football in the playoff game and since then they've just declined and they've just right. they've pursued comfort or or um, status or whatever it is right. and they're they're not the best version of themselves as they get older they become more difficult to live with right that's backwards yeah that's absolutely backwards i really I can say this honestly, that I am truly a better version of myself because I married you. You have brought out the best in me. Um, And that's exactly what marriage is. What's our idea of what a good marriage is. It is redeeming. I'm going to help you become the best version of yourself. Not in a codependent, I got to fix you sort of way, but because you're growing and changing um, to become the best version of yourself so that you can love me the best. And I'm becoming the best version of myself so that I can love you the best. And, And also out of that comes when you're doing things to better yourself and become the best version of yourself. It challenges me to become a better person. And when I'm doing that, it challenges you. So it's kind of like... Um, the cups being filled from both ends yeah. because we're working to. I know that doesn't make any sense at all. Shut I like up. that metaphor. The cups I, being filled from both ends, ladies and gentlemen. From both sides. I don't know. I had a picture in my head. It didn't work out. But but as I'm working to become a better person, and you're working to become a yeah. better person, we're filling yeah. our cups that way. But because we're doing those things, it encourage yeah. each other to do that more, which fills our cups more, yeah. and it just is. Yeah. It's it's just good all around. It is good right? all around. Again, as a therapist, I was working with couples in crisis every time, not sometimes, every time. The root of a lot of their problems was is was within a personal was the root of their problem was within an individual's response to something and what they were bringing forward from childhood. Right. It is just the nature of humanity. Yeah. So if you want to have a better marriage, 
you absolutely do the individual work. Yep. Agreed. So good. Um, no commercial today. Let's just end there. All right. Thanks for good. listening, everybody. All righty. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>